Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Trying Everything Out. First off, I want to thank you so much for continuing to support and listen to my podcast. If you have any feedbacks, I would really, really appreciate it. And yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. And today we have a wonderful fucking guest. <laughs> today we're here with Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. First, I want to thank you for walking through the hot scorching sun to my house. It's only a few Don't blocks. Worry. I spent like half of that underneath the tree. So. True. Oh, I did too. Yeah, yeah. First, I want to ask you, how you doing? How was life? How is school? I'm doing uh, as okay as a person can say they are. Good, good. Life is moving forward. Faster than I, faster than I wanted to, sadly, because... Uh, True. I'm graduating soon. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, gonna drop a whole lot of respo- responsibilities on me that I don't really want. True, true, true. But are inevitable nonetheless. Yeah, I'm scared too. I have a year left and I feel like it's closer than ever. Yeah. If any of you guys are uh, in the process of being uh, growing up in middle school or anything, I would suggest planning your life out right about now. Because it really does help. It, it helps having an idea towards what you want to walk into after graduation. But it's also having the mindset of being relaxed and not really rushing it. And going easy on yourself really makes you less stressed. And I feel like that's also a key point to making a life path towards to whatever you want to be. And also things may come up unexpectedly. And life is just like always turning tables. So things may not end up as you wish it to be. And it's really exciting to see what future holds. So yeah, I wanted to say that. (laughs) Yeah. Good speech. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so firstly, I want to ask you, or I want to start a conversation about um, any kind of experience you felt like, any experience that you had to go through so difficult or something that made you so happy or something like, you know how it goes. You know how it yeah. rolls. I know a, a constant thing in my life that I've had to deal with yeah. from a very young age was the fact that I had Asperger's syndrome. What is that? Which is a thing in your brain that makes it so you think very plainly and that you tend to be frank and you tend to be really hard to deal with in terms of other people. Like in communication? Yeah, in, in communication... It doesn't come easy to you. You don't think about other people. You're very self-centered as a as- person with Asperger's. I get that. And the good thing about being Asperger's or having Asperger's is uh, it generally has the unfortunate side effect of making you really good at most of su- at one <laughs> subject in school. Yeah, yeah. But even that comes out with some uh, problems. I see. And I've found that as I went through school, especially in elementary school, I've made friends... But I haven't kept a single one. Only one friend was there with for me for my entire survival of uh, elementary. Elementary. I see. Because that's good. That's good. He stuck with you. She. She. My bad. No longer she. Just that they know. Oh, period. I was there for her transition. She was there for mine. So that's good. That's good. I haven't transitioned gender wise, but I see. In terms of talking to people, definitely I have. Like even now with this podcast, I've uh, out. 
stretching past boundaries I never thought I uh, had. I really, like, look up to that. Like, I really just enjoy and in awe of seeing people step out their comfort zone and really trying new things out. Because that also influences me to try things out. Because whenever someone does something that I wouldn't think I, I think to do, I would be like, oh, that's cool that they do that. What about me? What do I do? So it, it kind of, like, motivates me to also try better. So, yeah. That's really good. And... How how long ago did you have this condition? Oh, I've been I was I've been medically diagnosed since like grade seven. Can you tell me how was that like discovered? Well, it was discovered because my parents were figuring out that. Oh wait, this guy. His name is Peter. He's my son, but he can't make friends. Oh, I see. And I it's see. like he keeps. He's very smart, but he can't make friends. And they're like. Maybe he has autism because my mother's like to go to the worst possible thing at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. So so she it's immediately teleports to that. Yeah. So then I'm going to a, a pediatrician to get myself checked out. Yeah. I see. And just like hold on. No no no, that wasn't how I was starting. <laughs> I'm thinking back now, like this is my memory's funny. That was before. That came along, but I also had this uh, speech therapist that I was with. Mm-hmm. Forgot her name, but she was my like. I couldn't say the letter R, <laughs> so my parents were like, "Okay, we need to send him to a speech therapist to make sure he can speak properly, so we don't look like absolute idiots in the parenting community." Hey, so then they sent me over to the therapist, and she's like, "Holy, this guy is very smart, but he also is a little strange, right?" Yeah. She's like, so I had the son. So, she, so my therapist said that she had a son that was similar to me. Okay. And there she sent to my parents, like, you should probably send him to a pediatrician because he's definitely a smart bulb. He's one of the good ones. So get him checked out to see if he can have any support because it'll help you cover well, the thing that I'm doing with him, which in her case was speech therapy. It'll help cover that as well as other things that I might need, such as... Uh, Electronic support. Uh-huh. So that got checked out. When I went to the third uh, pediatrician, they diagnosed me with Asperger's. And then my parents were like, yeah. They looked at the symptoms and they're like, yeah, that checks out. So I see. here we are like seven years later. How did you, after learning that you had, I, I don't know how to say it. Asperger's. As- Asperger's. Asperger's. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> word to everybody. I'm sorry, you're laughing. Asperger's. <laughs> That would be hard to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after learning you had Asperger's, um, how did you cope with that? And how did you eventually start the gear of making friends? So, it all involves a little bit of spontaneity. Can you define spontaneity for me, please? Spontaneity is when you are, when something is very random. A spontaneous person is an impulsive and early, uh, just likes to do things fast. Oh. And generally it means following your gut rather than following your brain, which is what people with Asperger's generally do. They make logical based decisions that generally lead to the preferred outcome. The problem with the preferred outcome is that friends don't exactly have a preferred outcome or have like a set output. Mm -hmm. Like a friend is in the math equation. You can't really work them out and have an answer at the end of how to deal with them. True. It's a thing you have to take with you with your heart and your gut. So, in middle school, I was learning. I made a couple more friends 
who understood me. Yeah. And they're still with me today, which is nice. That's good. This, it was talking with them and actually actively seeking to talk to them, going to their house, talking a little bit. So you just like had to push yourself further and step out that bubble. Yeah. I mean, it started with teachers, but then eventually transitioned to friends. That's good. That's good. Because I don't generally like stepping outside my boundary. I'm, I'm, I no see. one does. Do you, do you have like a strict written out boundaries? It's not really strict. It's more like if someone does something that I don't like, I stop letting other people do that. Oh, like you implement it on other people and see if they do it. And I mean, yeah. if someone punches me in the face oh. and I decide, hmm, I don't like this. I'm going to oh, say, okay. don't punch me in the face, please, right? This is yeah, a yeah. thing I don't like. We kind of have the same idea of boundaries. Because for me, whenever someone does something that I really dislike, I consider the things that they've done good and see if it outweighs the bad thing that you did. And if it outweighs, I mean, if the bad thing they did outweighs the good things they've done, I try my best to avoid them. <laughs> avoid them. And try to seek new people. So yeah, I totally, get what, I totally understand what you mean. And I really like how you're reflect, just really reflective. Reflective on other people's actions towards yourself and reflective on the condition you're going through and that you're working around it mm. so i applaud on that thank you yeah and um after coping and working around asperger i'm still working around it don't worry about it um how how are you implementing it in the near future what different things you're gonna do differently towards oh i'm doing everything around people Okay. Like I've learned that I really do like people and I just struggle at keeping them as friends. Okay. So, I, like, as I've been learning, I've been learning that people are all, like, of course people are all different. People are all different, but yeah. technically we'll learn that. And it's just like, we're going to the future, especially to university, where you actually have to deal with people on a more personal level than rather than just, like, as acquaintances in a school system. Yeah. Where people will just avoid you if they don't like you. Yeah. Then it's just... It's to figure out what they like. Like, who are they? Kind of, don't be afraid to ask questions about them or just talk to them. Like, find their interests and try to align your interests towards those interests. Yeah, and the good thing about university is that generally you'll be in a class of like-minded people. True. Which is a difference from... uh, That's that's the difference from uh, elementary. A lot of people who are there generally don't want to be there so it's what separates the people i see i see yeah yeah and uh, it just it really does help to have a third person view because as a person with things with anxiety tends to have is you tend to think about stuff that you do a lot and this in terms of people and in terms of me, I like to think of myself in a third-person view. Like, I am the ghost floating up in my body. Mm. Watching me make all these mistakes in these social situations. Or watching me do all these good things. Yeah. And it really does help you reflect. It's basically an insta- instant reflection of anything you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So for, if you're talking to someone, like, for example, you, Hans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
I have my little ghost friend sitting above us. He's watching me talk and he's watching you talk and he's kind of That's observing everything. That's interesting. I like, like that. I can't see us from here, but he definitely can. And it's just kind of he's doing the thinking for me. And he's watching for the red flags. He's watching for what I'm doing that are red flags. I like that. How did you, when did this start? To How did you come up with this idea? I've always had this. Oh, it was. Just, it's never been an idea. It's the fact I can't. When Asperger's like when Asperger's hit me in birth, <laughs> this is what happened. Like when I, I started, I really like that. Like especially in high school, definitely, because in middle school and elementary school, you generally think about yourself. The ghost only looked at me like, "Hey, Peter, what's up? What are you doing? You're coloring that little uh, dragon there, right?" Yeah. Like, blah blah blah. And then in high school, you tend to become more self-aware, like or more interpersonally aware, which means like. More aware of how you're doing with other people. True, because, I mean, knowing that you're in high school, you would be moving forward to graduation and then college. You would likely need to know yourself and how you do with other people to go to college. So, yeah. It goes from when you're a child, you care only about yourself. And you come to middle school, you start learning how other people work. And then high school, that's kind of when you're at the crux of it all, learning how people work. And then you hit university... You are, now you're in a fa- place where you're, that's the only thing you're trying to do now. You've learned yourself already. You kind of know what you want to do. But now, you want to know what other people do. Get a relationship, like, get some friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of all how it goes. Get a job. And it's all with other people. And that's kind of a good setup of life. Yeah. Is that, how, how far have you thought into your future after graduation? I know that I'm going to university. Period. Period. <laughs> I have an ideal path. I know that I want to become an actuary, which I'm not going to explain because it's a complicated uh, statistics term for, for an accountant. Okay, well, that itself, I just needed that description and I understand it, so that's good enough. And that's going to give me uh, lots of money. <laughs> it's a high-paying job. And I get to work with other people. Because, nice. I mean, I'll give you another, another short description of an actuary. They, they work with risks in a work environment and you use that to calculate life insurance oh so you're quantifying and you're you're quantifying people's life people's lives and it's kind of becoming like you're turning that into a graph you're putting people as numbers into a spreadsheet and you have to make sure that your your company has paying as little as it has to or as much as it has to to pay for the life of the people that it works for it also helps to make sure that your company that you're working for doesn't just collapse and leave you jobless. Yeah. Can I ask how you wanted, why you wanted this job? So a leader of a youth group that I go to, actually, he was talking with me and I said, I'm really good at math. And he's like, cool. Try. Like, have you heard of accounting? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, yeah, but have you heard of a higher level accounting? Have you heard of being an actuary? And then I thought of that. Forgot about it, and got home one day after school, after like, I don't know, two weeks of not thinking about it, and then thought about it again. And I was like, I can't, when I get out of school, I have to get a job. That looks like a pretty good job for me, because mm-hmm. I was searching it up. Yeah. So there we go. It also pays a lot of money, so my uh, Asian parent can finally agree with me <laughs> on something. Yeah, I, see, what I like about this is that you're going to enjoy being an actuary and the people around you is going to enjoy you being an actuary. <laughs> so that's good. Those two things align. You know, it'll also help me pay for my expensive hobby of playing music. 
Oh, what instrument again do you play? Uh, to name a few, trombone, euphonium, baritone, tuba, drums. Nice. I bet everybody can play drums. I can. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> You're already a drummer, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like how you were, I would think of the Asperger as a blessing. A blessing because it puts you in a spot not everybody's already put in that spot in an early age and it gives you a chance it gives you opportunities to look through a different perspective and learn from a different viewpoint than others which kind of separates you from others which gives you the title of uniqueness <laughs> and uniqueness is something that really builds you up a as a like i feel like you would know yourself quicker and better and accurately when you're when you grow up not the same as other people i mean yeah. l- like uh, this is <laughs> yeah. i'm not making sense am i no no you're but i have sense, a thought in my mind like you were born with something that most people have and that gave you an advantage advantage to be something a different plant than other people mm. you know okay that's what i'm trying to say and i'm glad that we're you understood what i'm trying to say i'm the random gene that D- that r- randomizes the gene pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and it's put you in a spot to where you would have to push yourself constantly out of your comfort zone and try new things out and see how you would feel about it and see how you could imply that in the future. And I, I just, I, I like that. I like it. Yeah, a piece of advice I would actually give you just talk to anyone you can. Ooh, like if someone sits yeah. you uh, sits with you at a couch in a class that you've uh, you're in and you've never talked to them before and they talk to you, don't be afraid to talk to them back, even if real, you're stepping out of your concert real, real. comfort zone. Honestly, I talk to anyone as long as they also start the conversation. I'm not gonna be all giddy and be like, hey, hey, everybody, hey, hey, you, hey, how's it going? I mean, I am if I knew you before, but if you're someone I don't know, that's how I... you. That's how you get someone who you don't know to walk away from you because they think you do. Exactly, happy. true, true, but yeah, usually when someone wants to be friends, I would think that they would observe a piece of information from me visually, and then approach me, you know, and that's also how I do it. Like, I try to see if maybe my interests align with yours and see if we could spark a new friendship out of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sense. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta make sure you're the good flint that they're steel. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, on to the next question, to which I really want to know. What is your favorite thing, Peter, about yourself? I like the fact that I care about the people that I know a lot. Ooh. Okay, to what extent? If to the extent where I desperately want to be like almost like a husband or a wife to oh, that's <laughs> but good. it's not really like that because I'm I can't really do that without over being overbearing. Mm-hmm. But I really do care about the people that I'm with. Like if I'm with a group of people that I want to study, I'll kind of say, like, "Please do your work, Daniel," or not Daniel, but. <laughs> Yeah, you're like the mom and dad in the I'm the mom friend, and dad friendship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um but before that, um can I ask you how you develop this uh deep care and Oh, know? it's it stems from something something a lot more sinister. 
Uh, oh. Well, not sinister, but I tend to care a little bit too much about other people. Oh. Like, I, I would see someone, and I would stare at them in the class for oh a very God. long time. Oh, my God. Like, creepily long. Okay. Because I wanted to learn what they were like. Like I was saying, I was learning how to learn about other people. True. And in this case, I meant watching them and noticing what they do things. How yeah. they do things. Observing, yeah. And it's just like... I was... I got, let's just say I got very good at eavesdropping on the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The things that I say in the bus. <laughs> Don't worry, I heard those. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, but because I never sat with anybody because I had no friends. I had, All I was able to do was listen to other people talk with their friends. Yeah, yeah. And that way I was able to learn a little bit about other people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... What's your original question to that? Is that how did you develop this much careness towards other people? Ah, uh, yeah, no. And eventually, when I learned about other people, I realized that every single person has their piece of the puzzle. And you want to take care of that? I want to make sure that the puzzle is whole. No pe- no like no puzzle. Like You don't want to lose that one little piece of the puzzle. I understand puzzle. that. Because now you have an unwhole puzzle, and now it's not as good as it could have been. That's really that nice person. of you. Does someone else take care of your puzzle? Or do you also take care of your own puzzle? No one's allowed to touch my puzzle. Okay, my so puzzle piece you? is my puzzle piece. You're right. You're so right. Have you ever thought of it how you it, you itself it could be the puzzle to there? Possible. Yeah, yeah. I do have fantasies like that with other people. Yeah, absolutely. So I really like that. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's the only thing I say. About I like it. that too. <laughs> um, so honestly, that's what wraps it up. Thank you so much. No but problem. actually, I have a few more questions. <laughs> <laughs> you really thought we finished. Um, it's like two connected connected questions. First right. is that what you find interesting in life. And second is that what does life mean to you? So you could basically just co- incorporate that together and come up with a an- single yeah. answer. So I'll start with life means to me. Okay, okay. So life means to me... Talking, leaving your mark on the people that you know. Legacy, yeah. Because you are known by the people around you. Yeah. And I find that to be very important. Because as a people person, as a people pleaser, mm-hmm. I, like to, I like to care about people. And I'd like people to care about me, and I'd like them to carry on my legacy. It rhymes, I like that. Oh, you're so... Write that down. Write <laughs> <laughs> right, that down, yeah. <laughs> nah, but just... I really like to meet new people. And that's because that's like the kind of thing I want to build myself around. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the... Th- what was your original question? Um, let me... Uh, I forgot to... Um, what life means to you. Yeah, no. That is definitely my life. Meeting new people. Talking with new people. Learning about new people. So I'm really just, just opening this unending puzzle... It's not really an unending puzzle. Because it's finding the pieces of the puzzle that I want to be a part of. I see. Yeah. And developing my brain with the other people. And just... It's a lot of other people in my life. Let's just say that. And along with that, what was the other question? Um, what you find interesting. So I'm going to guess that's also meeting people. <laughs> well, yeah, that along with... I just like learning. Yeah, yeah. In general. Because my brain... It, it needs a constant stream of information. Like, I required TikTok before TikTok existed. Mm. Before I learned about TikTok, I had, my entire life was at TikTok. 
I would like co- I would constantly read books. I would constantly yeah. flip through, like go through my garden, and pick up everything. Nice. I need That's the constant good. stream of information from my cranium, or else I lose interest in stuff and I just fall asleep. I see. Well, I'm flattered <laughs> that you're not asleep yet. <laughs> um. Okay. I was gonna ask. Have you ever thought of taking a psych- Have you taken a psychology course? Oh, if only a psychology could make me money. Oh, you're was, so bright. Taken, well, I'm going to be broke because I'm going to be a psychological therapist. Okay, no, no. You can be a good psychologist. I mean, like, a good psychologist, which I can imagine you being. Don't get me wrong. Can make a lot of money. Okay. Well, well, I mean, psychologists also just... Science in general makes a lot of money. True, but that's, that, that takes a lot of time. But yeah, uh, moving on yeah. to you. So I understand how you really... Um, is taking the rational option of being an actuary than a psychological... Even though I could feel like you were really interested and deeply believe, caring. Believe me, I could be anything but an actuary. Like, it's not even my first <laughs> choice job. I'd rather be an environmental activist or a, uh, a psychologist or, like, a pediatrician. Anything that's not a boring office job that had to crunch numbers. But I see. no hate towards it. It'll make me money that lets me do the things that I'd like to do. Um, is there a point in life where you would, like get out um quit the job and then start your own life i mean <clears throat> job yeah like after you get an, a certain amount of money from being an actuary i don't know it depends it depends on my lifestyle true true we still really don't know I just, like i know i spend a lot of money on video games as it is oh and it's pricey yeah yeah but especially when i grow up and I go out of the house. Now I have to spend money on gas, food, electric, gas, food, gas. You have more gas. I don't have a car yet. I don't think I'll get a car. I'll do like a bike or something. Or I'll see, bus I see, around. I see. That's nice. Do you have any questions for me? Mm-hmm. Do I have questions for you? Please, ask away. I've been wanting to know what you're wondering. I want to know what your favorite part about yourself is. I really like how I'm observant towards other people and that really lets me decide if I like them or not. And between liking them and not liking them, it really just puts me in a circle to where I want to be and where I don't want to be. And not only being observant, I also like my confidence. Even when I'm like really like feeling low self-esteem, there's still a spark of like, Hey, I'm a baddie. And I just continue slaying. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just... I, I love that about me. I'm sounding a little narcissist and self-centered. Because I am. Because I am. We're, <laughs> we're all allowed to be a little self-centered. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I gotta water my own plant. But yeah, those are the things that I like about myself. I'm observant, reflective, <laughs> ambitious, outgoing. Um... A little considerate, maybe a little inconsiderate, a considering little... how loud I, w- I just was now. And, um, a little confidence. egotistical. Egotistical, I would say that too. Honestly, if someone like uh, calls me out on my egotistical, I would cry. Start crying. <laughs> I would be like, oh wait. Start crying, bitch. Yeah. You over now. So yeah, those are the things that I like about myself. And yeah, is there any other questions you got for me? Uh, do I? That's a really good question, by the way. Thank you for 
asking that. I just was able yeah. to reflect on the things that I liked about myself. Why did you decide to start talking to me? Um, everybody has an interesting ways of thinking about everything in life. And you were just there and I was wondering how you think about life and how your mind works. And knowing that we're in the same class, knowing that we know each other, I wanted to know more, a little bit more about you. And I also decided to talk to you because I wanted to learn. <laughs> I wanted to learn. So yeah. And thus you have. You learned a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, I did. So yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for your time. No problem. And I think that's about it. Any more questions? No. Uh, I'm sure you could squeeze one out. Really? Really? Nah. Come on, I'll give you five seconds. Who's your favorite uh, musical artist? Oh, um, that's a good one. SZA. <laughs> she's person. literally right. I can see her <laughs> hanging on my wall. SZA. SZA. She's just really, ever since... Because I backtracked to her first songs, and she was talented. And she just had this certain flow, certain uniqueness. And as people come to know her, her music just like bursted like flowers and bouquets. And it was just wonderful. And her latest album is just wow. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just love her. If she asked me if I'm gay, I would say I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously. And Nicki Minaj too, of course. Nicki Minaj. How could we not? I'm a barb, but yeah. Thank you for that question. No I really appreciate that. And for lastly, I'm gonna really thank you for um, considering to actually join me in this podcast. And yeah, thank you for yeah. your time. Thank you for letting me uh, explore my boundaries a little better too. That's good. I'm really glad. See, that's like the point of this podcast for us to learn more things about each other and ourselves. And I feel like we really achieved that today. So let's go. <laughs> So yeah, thank you everybody so much for listening. And I'm going to put up a question to see what you guys think about the podcast. If there's any feedback you could give me and I would really, really appreciate that. But yeah, thank you so much for listening everybody. And I hope you have a good motherfucking day. See you next episode.